name we go. Well, good morning, everyone. This is Aaron from True Life Church. Um, hope you guys are having a great Monday. We're back doing some of our podcast, and um, I'm excited about it. We took a little break, just had some things going on, but we're back, and we'll be doing these updates and these inspirational talks just to inspire you. And we hope you had a great Easter. Yes. Um, you know, hope you had a good time with family and friends, got to relax and, and those things. But also, really, you know, hit on the resurrection and who Jesus is and what he's done for us. And it's amazing. The more we talk about it, the more it's amazing yeah. that we start yeah. talking about what he did and, and what's available to us. And so, you know, I'm excited about that. And also, I'm excited, too, just to hear what Norm has to say today. You know, we were um, just talking before he started the podcast and when I got here, he was pretty stirred up. <laughs> and it's good. I mean, he was good, excited about the things of God. You know, we get sometimes we get so stirred up about things that don't matter, you know. We've all been there over politics, <laughs> over the weather, over, you know, gas prices, food prices, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going happening in the world that we see through the news. And sometimes it's real easy to just get caught up into that. And then that begins to dictate how you see the rest of life. And that's not good because then when you're all, we have all that pent up anger or frustration, then you usually take it on your loved ones. And you don't really see what a blessing they are. You begin to see everything bad because that's what you've been focusing Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to, I love it when I can get around friends, that we can talk about the things of God and what God is saying to us and inspiring us um, with. And you know, one thing, it's true. When God inspires you, it's great because he begins to give you hope. And then he begins to deal with just the issues that maybe be that are holding you back, like in fear, doubt, and unbelief. Yeah. And so it's good to have people you can get around that will inspire you. And I'm always a big proponent of that. I always like having coffee with people. When I have coffee with my friends, we talk about the things of God. You know, yeah, we might talk about sports teams and did you watch a game, the NCAA tournaments. Mm. Yeah, and that's you know, that's fun. But that's not our main focus. No. Our main focus is what is God doing in your life? What is he saying to you? Because when we share those things, they connect our hearts to one another. And also, they just build such a strong foundation in the Lord. Amen, amen. And sometimes, like, you might have a word that, you know, your friend or somebody needs. Yeah. They might need that encouragement because they're going through something. And a lot of times, we just get down because we get caught up into our circumstances. And we, um, and we can forget how good God is. But a friend could call us or text us or we sit down with coffee and they can say one word, boom, or just even like when I came in, Norm was, he just had this excitement. The presence of God was just stirred up in him. And as it hit me, it stirred me up. And so we carry the presence of God. And so when we talk about the things of God, like we are going to be today, it's going to inspire you. You know, you might not even understand anything we're saying and kind of going, what is he saying in Hebrew letters and what's this? But just because you are here, light is flowing. The light of God is flowing and it will transform you. It will heal you. It will deliver you. It'll work through you. It'll work through your family. So just open your heart, be blessed and let God do an awesome work as we just recognize him as we go through this start going through some of these teachings today. So with that, I'll turn it over to Norm and just let him go for it. Thank you, Pastor. Um, before we start, I really feel that we need to just give honor and praise to our Father in heaven and ask that uh, the things that we share today, that he is the one who's speaking to us and through us, mm-hmm. 
And it's not our words per se, but it's the words that he gives us to say that are empowered by his spirit and his Amen. strength. When uh, I was sitting last night listening to a, a podcast, well, yeah, actually, it's a, I think it's a, it was a YouTube. Anyway, I was listening to a pastor, and he also operates in the prophetic, and he was talking about Resurrection Sunday, uh, directly and indirectly. Um, and he referred back to Genesis chapter 1, and he said, now you, you need to listen to me, he said, because he said, what I'm about to say, you're probably going to say, what? Yeah, maybe go tilt. But as I listened to him, it just, uh, it just, oh, I don't, I don't even know how to explain what it did. It just said, wow, this is really something. And so in the Genesis 1 account, it said in verse 9, God said, let the waters under the heavens be collected into one place of standing. I'm reading from the Amplified. And let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the accumulated waters he called seas. And God saw that this was good, fitting, and admirable, and he approved it. And God said, let the earth put forth, now listen closely, tender vegetation, plants yielding seeds and fruit trees yielding fruit whose seeds is in itself, each according to his kind upon the earth, and it was so. Verse 12, the earth brought forth vegetation plants yielding seed according to their own kinds and trees bearing fruit of their own seed, each according to its kind. And God saw it was good, suitable, and admirable, and he approved it. And that was the evening, and there was morning of the third day. Now this pastor said, he said, think about this. God put forth vegetation and, and plants and trees. And if, if you go back into the scriptures and you study the scriptures out, it says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. With it, you, you need to stay hooked up to me because that's where life comes. Well, he said, God himself cast himself or made a cast of himself in the earth. Under the, under the surface of the soil, he was there. He put himself there. Mm -hmm. Well, if God created all things, he's in everything, is yeah. he not? Yeah. And so he said, now, that was on the third day of creation. Now he said, go over to chapter 2, and he says, look, look, at, look at this. He said, um, in verse 5, chapter 2 of Genesis... When no, when no plant of the field was yet in the earth and no herb of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not yet caused it to rain upon the earth and there was no man to till the earth. But there went up a mist, a fog, a vapor from the land and watered the whole surface of the ground. Verse 7. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living soul. 
So God put himself into the soil on the third day, and on yeah. the sixth day of creation, he raised man up, or he raised himself up, because we created, he said, let us create man in our own image, mm -hmm. in our own image and likeness, he created them. Amen. You see how God's involvement is, and he says, the, there was a mist of vapor that came up out of the air and watered and covered the mm -hmm. land. What is that a picture of? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And he said, you, you know, scientists know, and I don't know the exact numbers, but percentage-wise, he, he used a kind of a round number. He says, we're 60% water, man is 60% water, and 40% soil or dirt. If you take the water out, what do you got? A pile of dirt. Mm-hmm. Well, if you take the Holy Spirit out, what have you got? A pile of dirt that can't do anything mm -hmm. that's beneficial as far as the kingdom of God is going. It's always going to be going the wrong way, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So, mm. and when he talked about that, it was like, oh my goodness gracious. And then I was listening to uh, another gentleman who does a, a morning prayer devotional, and he was talking about the word shadow or overshadowing. And he gave uh, the example, I think, it's, I think it's three times in the New Testament, it talks about the shadow or the overshadowing. Once when the, uh, Jesus took the, the, two or the three disciples up with him on the mountaintop, mm -hmm. and the Lord God overshadowed them. Yep. And then he talked about Peter. When Peter was walking people, they would lay people along the road that he was walking, or stuff, so that even the shadow of Peter, as he passed by, they might be healed. And he said, you know, it isn't the, the shadow that healed them. It's the presence of the Spirit of God that was in Peter as he walked by. And the power of God went out and healed those people. Mm -hmm. and, he, and he was using the whole principle behind the shadowing of the thing is that wherever we go, and we just talked about two things in Genesis, wherever we go, we carry Yes. The presence of God, because yeah. God is in us. Uh, you know, we finished uh, Easter Sunday yesterday, and Pastor was teaching about uh, the things of God as it related to the resurrection. And one of the scriptures that we pulled up was out of uh, Colossians 2, uh, 2.27, was it? 127. 127. Yep. And, and, it, and it was the treasury out of the treasury, out of, the, yeah. out of the, the treasury chest or whatever, the presence of God, the power of God, the, the provision of God was yeah. in that. Yeah. And that's what God wants us to do. He, he created us to go forth and to uh, be a light, mm -hmm. to shadow, uh, to bring the presence of God wherever we go, whether mm -hmm. it's at our workplace or whether it's walking down the sidewalk in your neighborhood mm -hmm. or, or wherever it happens to be. That was it. And so that's, I got so enthusiastic about that. And Pat, Pastor was kind enough to say, well, I was excited. I was more than excited. And I was, it was like, wow. Uh, because when I first heard what this other uh, prophet and pastor was saying, Lord, help me make sure I am understanding what he's saying yep. and make it real to me. Yep. And as he taught and as he shared it, it became more and more a light and a truth to me. Amen. 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 And I think that's really interesting that we're talking about man and how God created man. And the, the Hebrew letter that we're going to study, our first one today, is the sixth letter. It's the letter Vav, V-A-V. -V. 
And it has a picture of a tent peg or a connection between and or what binds heaven and earth. Now, man, it's, it is the symbol of man. Man was the sixth day he was made. So the number six is man. The first Adam, who was lost, all also was a man. But he was created in God's image. He was raised up out of the earth. And he was given the free will to choose. God told him, you can eat of any tree in the garden, but of this one tree, do not. Because mm -hmm. in the day that you eat of it, you will die. Mm -hmm. Well, man didn't die physically because Adam lived to be 900 years of age or thereabouts. But what he did do is he died from the spiritual connection. The spiritual connection. So the peg connecting heaven and earth. Jesus came and restored that connection. Mm -hmm. The second Adam. He made everything that was perverted or lost through the first Adam's disobedience, he restored it back to its original nature. And you might say, well, we don't see that around us. I don't see that around us in our church and, and stuff, that we've been restored to the way things were, perfect in the, like they were in the Garden of Eden. Oh, yeah, they are. They're perfect. Mm -hmm. We just don't operate in it because we haven't gotten the revelation of who we really are mm -hmm. in God. That's right. We are not... I mean, that's what the resurrection was about. That's what the crucifixion was about. Mm -hmm. It was to once again hook us up. Yeah. Um, what was that other scripture I said this morning? Galatians 2.20. Oh, Galatians 2.20? Galatians 2.20. Look that up in the, in yeah. the Passion yeah. and, and read that up. Um, because it, it really tells the story, I think, even better than what I'm trying to say this morning. All right, Galatians 2.20, it says, My old identity has been co-crucified with Messiah and no longer lives. For the nails, you're talking about nails, nails of his cross crucified me with him. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine. For the anointed one lives his life through me. <laughs> we live in union as one. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loved me so much that he gave himself for me and dispenses his life into mine. Now think, there's one thing that he said just as he said it, the thought was, he said the nails. Six, it is a tent peg or a peg. Mm -hmm. What was used to nail Jesus to the cross? There was pegs. Yeah. Yeah. He was nailed to the cross. You see... The number of man there, the tent peg, how they, how they connect. And then the other thing that you said right at the end is, it's the faith of the God. Son of God. Yep. The faith of the Son of God. It's not our faith nope. that we walk in this revelation of who we are in Christ. It's his faith revealed to us and in us and through us. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so, here we go. <laughs> here we go. The, the number six. Oh, I have to bring up my iPad again here. Come on. It ah, doesn't want to help me. <laughs> it, sometimes you rely too much on these things. Well, 
give me a break here. There we go. <clears throat> the, we're going to start in verse 41. Verse 41. Psalm, and, uh, Psalm 119, verse 41. Mm -hmm. And again, uh, to remind everyone, you may have not listened to all of the podcasts or heard the opening statements about this. There are 22 segments of eight verses. And they correspond with the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. And so there's 176 verses in Psalm 119. It's the longest psalm of the Bible. But starting in verse 41, from the Passion Translation, here's what it says. Now, remember the picture image, the tent peg, the connection between heaven and earth. May your tender love overwhelm me, O Lord, mm -hmm. for you are my Savior and you keep your promises. Hmm. Well, I paraphrased that and I said this, God's love's demonstrated by sending his son. Why did he send his son? He sent his son to restore the relationship between mankind whom he created and God himself. Yeah. That's the reason why Jesus came. And so you see the connection between heaven and earth. Verse 42. I, oh, I'll always have an answer for those who mock me because I trust in your word. Again, paraphrase, declaring that I or we are righteous. When people mock us and say, well, you know, you Christian people, oh, you think you're da, da, da. No, I, I'm not anybody apart from Jesus. Jesus mm -hmm. is the sole reason why I am who I am. Mm -hmm. And he created all mankind to know him. Amen. And that's what it's all about. To know him. To know and see and be... Uh, certain of one thing we are righteous he took our unrighteousness our sin mm -hmm. and he bore it. but we were crucified with him yeah. as you said in the scripture we were crucified with Christ yeah. yet not I, I I no longer live but Christ lives in me and that's who I am in him and who he is in me we have been justified yes. through the blood of Christ just as if we never did anything wrong. <laughs> yep. yeah. All right, verse 43. Paraphrase. Life comes when I speak the truth of Jesus. So, uh, Pastor was talking about yesterday that we are eternal beings. And, and, and as an eternal being, the, the presence of God dwells in us. And you even spoke about something yesterday. The DNA of God is in us. Yes. I, I was listening to a a short little message this morning on my phone because I looked it up, how scientists have found the DNA of God in us. Yeah, and how many mm -hmm. uh, aspects or something of DNA there are, millions and millions and millions of, mm -hmm. in ourselves. In ourselves. And, and <clears throat> it was like, wow. He said, you know, a, a computer programmer works with a certain number of uh, numbers and uh, algorithms and so on and so forth. There's not a there's not a human being that would be able to do the numbers that are involved in the DNA of God in the <laughs> DNA of man through God. Only a person far superior to anything that we've ever known could do that because of the billions of numbers that mm -hmm. are involved in. And what were the there was four alphabetic letters yeah. or something yeah. that it's yeah. like wow wow. <laughs> wow that was something else anyway. 
Life comes when we speak the truth about Jesus. Amen. Verse 44, out of the Passion, I will observe your laws every moment of the day and will never forget the words you say. And so what I wrote down as, as my paraphrase is meditate on Jesus' finished work. Again, this number, Vav, six, a tent peg, a connection between God and man. Meditate on that. As you walk out each day, meditate. God's, God's right there beside you. He's walking with you because he lives in you. Mm -hmm. And we are one. It says in the Galatians 2.20, yeah. we are one. We are well, one is an indivisible number. You can't separate it. Yeah. And so we're one with him. He's one with us. Again, I refer back to that scripture. I am the vine mm -hmm. and you are the branches. Are, you, are the branches disconnected from the vine and the natural? No. no. I mean, you look, out of the, you look outside now. Today, you know, yesterday it was 75 degrees. Today we're supposed to be 80 here in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And you look out and you see on the trees, oh, the buds are coming out. And some of them are, are really a lot of buds out. And some of them are just barely coming out. Mm -hmm. But the life that those buds produce, the, that produces those buds comes from the trunk of the tree or the roots that are in the ground. Mm -hmm. Jesus is our root. Yep. We're connected to him. And apart from him, we can't do anything. But if we stay connected with him, we're able to do all we need to do. That's right. Amen? Amen. Um, verse 46. I'm sorry, verse 45. I will walk with you in complete freedom. For I seek to follow your every command. Hmm. Again, walk by faith in God's promises. And we already alluded to this. Whose faith is it? It's Jesus' Jesus faith. faith. Yep. It's not our faith. It says that God gave to each man a measure mm -hmm. of faith. But that measure of faith refers back to a mustard seed. If you have the faith of a mustard seed, well, a mustard seed is one of the smallest little seeds there is, mm -hmm. and yet it'll produce a, a, a plant that birds can actually sit in it. That's how big the plant can be and how strong it can be. Well, that tells me that that faith that God has given us comes from him. And when we operate in it, we become stronger and stronger yeah, yeah. and we grow and we develop yeah. and we're able to bring support or life or sustenance to someone else in this case they said a bird can go to that mm -hmm. and sit in and, pr and probably feed off i mean i watch the birds on this one tree that we have here um there's little uh, cherries looks like little cherries that are producing and it's they're eating off they're sitting on the branch and they reach over and grab that little yeah. That little cherry and eat it away yeah. and stuff. See, the, the plants are there to do what they need to do. Mm -hmm. Well, we are God's vine and plant, and we are producing life as we go out. Even just walking through the neighborhood or walking into the store or wherever you go, yeah. you carry the light of God with you. Amen. Amen? Verse 46. When I stand before kings, I will tell them the truth and will never be ashamed. Mm 
My, I'd never be ashamed. Verse 46. So here's what I had as far as a paraphrase. Testify to those that we come in contact with, with God's love for all of them. Let his light shine through you. It's kind of, all these verses kind of duplicate themselves. They can, they're connecting themselves from the very first verse to the verse that we just did. It's like the DNA of God. Mm -hmm. It's threaded through. And I even, I thought that was interesting when they showed a picture of it, it's kind of like a, a spiral. A spiral, yeah. And a, like a staircase. Yeah, yeah. The DNA, that DNA has a spiral to it, and a, it looks like a staircase, a connection, mm -hmm. walking up and up down. Up and down. Well, now you're, uh, what was it, Old Testament? Yeah. Jacob's, Jacob's Ladder? Jacob's Ladder, yeah. The connection. He saw angels descending and ascending. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the presence of God bringing life and light to all of us. Amen. So, wow. They're all connected. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, my. Verse 47. The Word is life and health to all our flesh. Again, the Passion says, My passion and delight is in your Word, for I love what you say to me. Mm. And going back mm. to the things that I heard last night and out of Genesis, it brought life and light to me. I mean, it was like, wow. Yeah. I, I have never even, would have never even <laughs> yeah. thought about True. that. True. But God is presence in everything. Mm -hmm. In everything. He's present. He made it all. Mm -hmm. And so if he made it all, that means he's in it all. Yeah. Because apart from him, there is nothing. It's true. In him is everything. Everything. So. <laughs> and lastly, the verse 48. I long for more revelation of your truth. For I love the light of your word connection look at that the mm -hmm. light of your word mm -hmm. as i meditate on your decrees amen worship god through the surrendered light but the light of the word the light what does the light do it pushes back darkness. the deception the mm -hmm. darkness the lies the, all of that it pushes it back it eliminates it it and it makes it disappear because mm -hmm. when the light shines Darkness disappears. Amen. It cannot stay. I, 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 uh, I don't really remember how long ago I heard this. There really isn't anything. Is There really isn't darkness. Darkness is just the absence of light. That's true. Just the absence of light. Mm -hmm. I mean, think of that. The sun came up before 7 o'clock this morning. And so it's illuminating everything around us. Well, as the earth rotates and the sun goes from east to west, actually, the sun is not moving. This earth is mm -hmm. circulating. But as it moves, the light fades and fades and fades yeah. and, and goes. The sun, didn't, the light didn't stop shining. Mm -hmm. It's just that it's not shining on the part of the earth that you're in right now mm -hmm. because the earth is rotated away from that light. Mm -hmm. How does deception come? Beer, go back to the go back to the garden. Did God say this? Mm. Yeah. See the deception, the light. He 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 started to make the light disappear. He said, "Nah, I'm gonna ch I'm gonna change the image here. Mm -hmm. Light disappear. Well, as the Earth rotates, the light doesn't disappear. We just turn away from it. Yeah. Because it's we're not on that side. 
But the light's always so, there. The light is always there. Always there. And so when you fall or make mistakes, sometimes we, and we all fall and make mistakes, mm -hmm. we've not allowed the light to stay predominant in the yeah. situation. Yeah. We've kind of turned away from the light. Yeah, that's true. This little light of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a singer, so I'll stop. So that brings us through the first, uh, or through the sixth letter of the alphabet and the eight verses that are related to that. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Norm. I mean, we're going to keep on going. This is the end of the podcast for today, but I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, looking at the scriptures and just reminding ourselves. I like what Norm just said at the end. There could be, some of you could be facing some, maybe some dark things that are maybe going on in your body, maybe in your family, <clears throat> maybe in your finances, or just, you know, maybe you look out in the world around you, like Norm said earlier, and you see a lot of darkness. The only way there could be darkness is that there is light. And I'm not saying that the, you know, the devil is, you know, God and the devil working together. No. no. What I'm saying is that that light is always there. And that light, it, it's the last verse that Norm used, and it said, um, I long for, for more revelation of your truth, for I love the light of your word, and I meditate on your decrees. So I just want to give you this one final thought as we wrap this up today. If you're going through a dark place, um, your family's going through a dark place, we can look outside and maybe it's nighttime where you are and the sun's not shining and you're kind of taken by, back by that. But here's the other thing I want you to think about. The light is always in you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ties what Norm was talking about because God put himself in the, in the dirt before he formed Adam and he, when he breathed into him, he put his life. That same life is in you. Even your flesh is reflecting the glory of God. Yes. So yes. if you meditate... Even if it's dark, it feels like it's darkness all around you. If you go within and meditate and meditate on Jesus, that light will get brighter and brighter. Mm. And it could, be the, it could be the midnight hour for you, but inside you, that light will dispel the darkness that you're facing right now. So we just want to remind you of that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of our podcast today. My name is Aaron Gavin. I'm here with Norm Melvin. We're part of True Life Church, and we just want to thank you for being a part of our service today, our little podcast talk. Um, stick with us in the future. We'll be posting these things online. Comment. Let us know what you think. Would you like to hear us maybe talk about in the future or discuss? Because um, we really want to take this podcast to the next level. And if you'd ever like to you know, sow seed or be a part of what we're doing here at True Life Church, just go to our Facebook page and let us know. We'd love to be in contact with you and find out what part of the state you're from, what part of the United States you're in, or even what part of the world you're in. It'd be kind of cool to hear from you. So we love you. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon.